It's new. It's amazing. It's Prell. P-R-E-L-L. Prell Shampoo. Yes, Procter & Gamble's new Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Prell brings you The Life of Riley. Prell, the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff, leaves hair radiantly lovely, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Even though Chester A. Riley is now a public figure as a result of a new motion picture entitled The Life of Riley, our hero still lives a modest existence. Tonight we find him entertaining a young man who is a dinner guest in his home. And Riley is a genial host, free with his food and very free with his advice. Getting married? Well, why didn't you tell us before, Herman? Well, it wasn't definite. Susie just said yes last week. Congratulations, kid. Oh, I hope you'll be very happy, Herman. Thank you. Ah, there's nothing like marriage, Herman, my boy. Did you ever stop to think what this world would be like without marriage? No, I never did. Just imagine. All the men would be bachelors. All the women would be old maids. And all the children... (laughs) Wait a minute. That don't make sense. Well, it certainly doesn't. Well, when's the wedding, Herman? Well, the wedding is... Well, I don't know yet. Matilda doesn't believe in long engagements. Matilda insists that we get married right away. Well, well, wait a minute, Herman. Wait a minute. I thought you were marrying Susie. Who's Matilda? Her mother. (laughs) Personally, I'd rather wait a while. I don't want to rush into things. What do you mean, rush into things? Marriage is the best thing that could happen to a young fella. Now, take me. Where would I be today if I didn't have a home and wife and kids? I'd be a lonely bachelor living in a hotel. So I'd have to go out every night. Every single night with a different girl. One night a pretty blonde, next a beautiful redhead, then a gorgeous brunette. Then, uh... You know, Herman, maybe you shouldn't rush into things. Don't you listen to him, Herman. Well, personally, I wouldn't mind getting married tomorrow, but my mother-in-law wants a big church wedding with bridesmaids and ushers. She's absolutely right. There's nothing like a big wedding to get a marriage started off right. Yeah, but I don't think I'd like a big wedding. You'd love it. It's, it's so beautiful. The bride all in white. And you in afternoon clothes. And then the music. And then you march down the aisle. And a little flower girl is scattering rose petals in front of you. And then the minister says, Do you, Herman, take this woman to be your awful wedded wife? And you say, I do. And then, the old weddings always make me cry. Oh, for heaven's sake. Look at him blubbering. I can't help it. It reminded me of our marriage, and that made me cry. I'm the one who should be crying. Say, did you folks have a big church wedding? Well... Oh, I'll say we did. We had the biggest wedding you ever saw. Right. All the trimmings. Very stylish. Take my advice, Herman. You have a big wedding, too, and I guarantee you and your mother-in-law will be very happy. <laughs> and your wife will like it, too. How about some more coffee? Well, no, I really don't think I'll make that. another pot. It'll only take a minute. You know, there's a lot in what Mr. Riley says. Herman, before you listen to what Riley says, maybe I better tell you more about our big church wedding. You see, 
I'd been going with Riley for quite a few years back in Brooklyn, but he never really proposed to me. You see, uh, he was a little shy. And then one night, I remember he came rushing up to me all excited. Peggy, Peggy, guess what happened? It's a miracle. What? A miracle. A thing like this might not happen again in a hundred years. Well, what, Chester? I got a job. Oh. <laughs> Chester, that's wonderful. Where? Sportsman's Lodge. You know that swanky restaurant? I'm on my way, Peggy. I'm going to clean up. Oh, they made you manager? No, busboy. Well, it's just for a start, but I'll work myself up, and the pay is good. With tips, I'll be making 25 bucks a week. Oh, that's a lot of money. You bet. You, you know, you can really live on that. Two can live on that. Two? Oh, you mean, yeah. Now my mother can stop taking in laundry. <laughs> yes, of course. She works too hard, but I didn't exactly mean that. But, well, we've known each other for a long time now. Yeah. And it's been nice knowing you, Peggy. Goodbye. Well, wait, Chester! Well, I've got to get back to the restaurant. Well, isn't there something you want to ask me? Huh? I mean, now that you have a job? Well, no, I can't think of a thing. Well, i got to be going. Chester, kiss me. But, Peg, my, my job. Come closer. Put your arms around me. Peg, I, I gotta go. Hold me tight. Peg? Tighter. But Peg, I, I really have to go. <laughs> Trapped. <laughs> what, dear? You kissed me. Now we'll have to get married. Oh, Jesse, this is so sudden. I didn't want to ask you, not till I had a real good job and a lot of money saved up and fix up a real nice apartment. Oh, I don't care about that, Chester. Now, you go in there and tell Papa you want to marry me. Oh, no. No, no, your father don't like me. He'll hit the ceiling. Maybe with me. <laughs> oh, don't be silly. Look, can't we get married first and keep it a secret? He'll catch on after I move into your room. <laughs> no, Chester. You've got to tell him. He's in the kitchen there with Sidney Monaghan. Monaghan? What's that four-flusher doing here? Did you invite him? Remember, you're now, my girl. don't get excited, Chester. He just came to play checkers with Papa. Yeah, well, after we're married, he better not hang around here. Yes, dear. Now, go on. Yeah, I guess it's got to be done. And remember, be firm. Oh, yeah, don't worry. I'll be firm. And diplomatic, too. I'll reason with him. I'll say, look at it this way, sir. You're not really losing a daughter. You're gaining a border. <laughs> Your move, Mr. Barker. Oh, you walked into that one, Sidney, my boy. <laughs> there goes your king. <laughs> Mr. Barker, sir, there's something I've been wanting to ask you about Peggy. Well, I... Uh... I know just what you're trying to say, son. <laughs> you mean it's all right with you? Why, it's the best thing that could happen. It's time Peggy settled down. When did you pop the question, eh? Well, I didn't yet. I thought I'd speak to you first. Sir? I like that, Sidney, my boy. I like that. <laughs> of course, I don't know if she'll have me. Of course she'll have you. Fine go-getter like you, well, with your own business and a new Essex. <laughs> Got a self-starter, too. Besides, look at your competition. That big lug Riley hasn't had a job in three years. <laughs> your move, son. 
Okay, Dad. Mr. Parker, sir. What do you want, Riley? Your moves, Sidney. Uh, there's something I wish to ask you, sir. Ah, huh? double jump, Dad. It's about Peggy, Mr. Barker. Triple jump. <laughs> Got you there, son. The fact is, I love her, and Your she... moves, son. And she loves me. How do you like that move, Dad? And we love each other. How do you like this one? <laughs> and we want to get married. Yeah, what, 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 what? What are you mumbling about, Riley? About Peggy getting married? Well, of course she's getting married. Shake hands with a lucky man. Sidney Monahan. Sidney? Well, congratulations. I wish you all the luck in the... Wait a minute. Let's start all over again. I... Riley, it's all arranged. Now stop annoying us. Your move, son. But, 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 but I want to... Riley, if you don't beat it, I'll bounce you out of here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm going. I'm going. Well, Chester, what happened? It's all arranged. Oh, Chester. I hope you'll be very happy. And I hope you'll be very happy. Oh, I'll be all right. I'll go out west somewhere and raise rabbits. What? And maybe... Maybe you'll name the first baby after me and I'll name my first rabbit after you. What are you talking about? You're going to marry Sidney. I'm what? Who says so? Your father. It's all arranged. Oh, it is, is it? Uh, well, nobody can tell me who to marry. I'll marry whoever I please. And I'll tell him so right now. Now, wait, You Peg. stay right here until I come back. I'll settle this once and for all. But, Peg, he won't... I said you... stay here and don't move. Yes, Douglas. Oh, wonderful girl. But I can see now who's going to be the boss in our family. <laughs> if we ever have a family. I hope she can talk the old man into it. I ain't got the guts, but she has. Oh, sometimes I wish I was a woman so I could act like a man. Oh, something's happening. I won't have it. I tell you, I won't have it. No daughter of mine is going to marry a bit for another loafer. Loafer? I wonder who they're talking about. Well, I don't care what you or anybody else says. I love him, and I'm going to marry him. You will not marry him. I forbid it. Oh, she's losing. She's losing. Just to marry an, an idiot? She lost. Chester? Peg, I, I... Chester, uh, come in here. Now, Peg, maybe we ought to forget Come about... in here. Okay. Well, Papa? Peggy, I... Go on, Papa. Say it. <sighs> Congratulations. I hope you and Peggy will be very happy, son. Son. <clears throat> <laughs> Mr. Barker, you mean it's okay? Oh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> yes, Chester, Papa's given his consent. Oh, you'll never regret it, Mr. Barker. We'll be very happy together. I'll be a real son to you. I can play checkers, too, you know. And when we're married, every night after Peggy goes to bed, you and me will play checkers. How about a game now? I'll set up the board, huh? And Chester, guess what? We're going to have a big church wedding with bridesmaids and ushers and a big wedding breakfast and yes, a fancy... Yes, and do you know what a big wedding costs? A small fortune. What I'd like to know is who's going to dig down and pay for all that. Uh, it's your move, Dad. <laughs> Well, we'll bring you the second act of The Life of Riley in just a moment. And now, the glamour girl of 49. I'm Tallulah, the tuba proud. 
And I've got a little something to tell Your hair can be radiant Oh, so easy All you gotta do is take me home And squeeze me I'm Tallulah the tube of prayer And I'll make your hair look swell It'll shine, it'll glow So dandruff-free For radiant hair Get a hold of me Tallulah the tube of Yes, folks, Tallulah's right. Prell Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo leaves hair more radiant than any soap shampoo. And Prell removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes. Doctors' examinations proved it. For hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, try Prell, your very next shampoo. <laughs> Folks, on behalf of the Rileys, I'd like to thank those who have written us that you've had a happy time seeing the new motion picture, The Life of Riley. We're delighted that our NBC listeners enjoy seeing all the Riley family and friends on the screen with William Bendix starring as lovable, laughable Riley. It's a warm and funny picture, as you'll see for yourself when it plays in your city soon. And now back to the life of Riley with Mrs. Riley telling a young friend and prospective bridegroom the real story of the Riley's big church wedding 18 years ago. Well, Herman, we had this big wedding all planned. So far, everything seems to have gone very smoothly. Oh, yes, but now the plot thickens. Up to the very last minute, my father still hoped to stop the wedding. And Sidney Monaghan was determined to marry me by hook or by crook. Well, it seems that the night before the wedding, the two of them got together and cooked up a little scheme. Imagine, Sidney, in less than 16 hours, I'm going to lose my little girl to that, that oaf. Oh, if only there was some way to stop the wedding. But it's too late now. Oh, no, it isn't. What do you mean? Little Sidney's got a little plan. <laughs> it wouldn't work with everybody, but with a lame brain like Riley, <laughs> a cinch. Well, what, 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 what is it? Well, tonight is the best man. I'm taking him out for a last bachelor fling. Well? I get Riley loaded, see? No, he doesn't drink. Oh, I know. So I spike his sarsaparilla with some of this stuff. Oh, right off the boat, huh? Yeah, scraped off. <laughs> well, he's in no condition to go home, so he sleeps it off at my place. Yeah, yeah. Well, while he's snoozing, I turn all the clocks in the joint, including the chump's wristwatch, two hours ahead. What's that for? Well, don't you get the angle? The sucker shows up at the church at 12 sharp by his watch. But it's really only ten. That's the angle. Oh, I can see it now. He waits for Peg. Ten minutes. Twenty minutes. No Peg. An hour. Still no Peg. Meanwhile, I'm worrying the dope. I'm getting him crazy. Now, wait a minute. I know what you're getting at, Sidney. I don't like it. Oh. Don't like it at all. Please. It's not right. It's not fair. No, but I... It's downright dishonest. It's a mean, low, dirty trick. And by George, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> to that guy snore. Hey. Hey, Riley. Riley, wake up. Huh? Huh? Wake up. Well, what's the matter? Where am I? Oh, 
my head. What time is it, Sidney? Where's my watch? Here it is. Eleven o'clock. It can't be so late. Oh, it's eleven, all right. Look, my watch says eleven. The clock on the dresser says... I better get dressed. We gotta meet Peg at the church at twelve sharp. Where's my frock coat? I mustn't be late. Yeah, it's bad luck to keep the bride waiting. I ain't worried about that, but this frock coat is costing me thirty cents an hour. (laughs) Hurry up, Sidney. What time is it? Twelve o'clock. Right on time. We made it. Gee, I thought we'd be... We... Hey. Hey, where is everybody? Where's Peg? Why ain't she here yet? (laughs) Well, relax. Relax, pal. (laughs) You know how women are. Always late. Yeah, well, she better not be too late. We gotta have the banquet yet. And our train leaves for Niagara Falls at three o'clock. If she's late, we'll have to go on the honeymoon and have the wedding later. (laughs) What time is it now, Sidney? Only 12.30. Now, relax. Only 12.30. Then why ain't she here? What's keeping her? Sidney. Sidney, maybe we're in the wrong church. Oh, relax. This is the right church. Relax. Sidney, what time is it now? After one. She's over an hour late. Sidney, what could have happened to her? Well, I don't want to worry you, kid, but women are funny. Sometimes they change their minds suddenly, and maybe Peg... uh... No, no, Peg wouldn't do that to you. Do what? Why, she couldn't. Couldn't what? Why, if she did... Sidney, please tell me what she couldn't, wouldn't, did. Ah, <laughs> uh, Riley, it's no use kidding ourselves. We're in trouble. I'd better phone up and find out what happened. You stay here and relax. Oh. Sidney, well, what happened? Did you phone? Where is she? Riley, is she, she come... brace yourself. What? She's not going through with the wedding. Oh, no. It's all off. Joseph, left waiting at the church. Relax, kid. Oh, Sydney, I want to get married. Come <laughs> on, you got to get a grip on yourself, boy. She can't do this to me. I'll make her marry me. I'm going to her. Oh, it's too late. She's gone. Gone? Gone where? Uh, 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 Albany. Albany? To visit her aunt and forget. I'm going after her. That's a good idea. Take a train. Every day you read about brides being left waiting at the church, but I never thought of what happened to me. Mom, mom. <laughs> Oh, how could she do this to me? I gotta get to that train. I gotta find her. Otherwise, I just can't go on living. Take a tip from me. Force yourself. (laughs) Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. Oh, oh, hello, Digger. I can't stop to talk now. I'm in an awful hurry. That's the trouble with the world. Everybody is hurrying in different directions. But in the end, they all wind up in the same place. (laughs) Digger. Digger, today's my wedding day, and I was jilted. I, too, was jilted on my nuptial day. You see, I had fibbed to my fiancée. I told her I was a dentist. And just before the wedding... She found out the kind of cavities I really filled. And your girl walked out on you? Yes. That was the first and only time anybody ever walked out on Digger Odell. (laughs) Oh, it's awful. But my beloved changed her mind and came back. You see, all women want security. Oh, and you were making big dough, huh? Well, not exactly. But each week I was putting away plenty. (laughs) 
Oh, if only Peg would come back to me. She went to Albany, and I'm going after her. Goodbye, Digger. I'll just have time to catch the two o'clock train. Oh, you've loads of time. It isn't twelve yet. Oh, no. No, you're wrong. I was at the church at twelve, and I waited there over an hour. Your watch is slow, Digger. My watch is never slow. My business demands punctuality. In fact, we have a saying that goes like this. To be in this racket, a man must work hard and keep busy as the proverbial elf. He must keep on schedule, or believe me, pard, he'll be stuck with things on the shelf. <laughs> but it can't be 12 o'clock. It ain't possible. Look at that clock on that building there. But, Digger, it wasn't only my watch, but Sidney's watch was... Wait a minute. No wonder nobody was there. Monaghan tricked me. It was a plot, and I fell right into it. It happens every day. <laughs> But you're the first one I've ever heard complain. Now, Riley, you'd better hurry back to the church. Yeah, i got to get a taxi. Well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. Hey, taxi. Taxi, is this your cab, bud? Yeah. A foot on Lafayette Street. Quick. Sorry, i got to finish my lunch. Nine. Ten. Eleven? Please, please, hurry. hurry. Not me. I got to chew each mouthful very careful. Doctor's orders. He says, masticate each mouthful 25 times. <laughs> Except salami. Salami 30 times. 12, 13, 14. Please, mister, I got to get married. So just because you want to get married, I should get heartburn? Well, you don't understand. It's a matter of life and death. With me, likewise. If I didn't chew each mouthful 25 times tomorrow morning, I'd wake up a dead man. That's no way to live. (laughs) For the love of my driver, can't you finish later? You got any idea what happens to the food when it gets to the alimentary canal, hey? No, and I don't care. I gotta get That's the trouble. Nobody knows nothing from the alimentary canal. But I gotta... You ought to get yourself an x-ray picture... And starting from your mouth, take a slow trip down the alimentary canal. (laughs) Oh, the sights you see. (laughs) But what I mean is, if you don't chew the food properly, the enzymes... Mister, will you please listen? I'm listening. What? I gotta get to Lafayette Street. I'm getting married at 12 o'clock. My bride's waiting. The minister's waiting. And this frock coat is costing me 30 cents an hour. So please take me there. So the enzymes, that's the gastric juices. They get the food ready for the alimentary canal so it'll slide down gentle like, hey? Oh, I'm going out of my mind. But if you don't chew each mouthful 25 times, the food turns into a little ball, and instead of sliding, it bounces down. Boom. Hits the bottom and bounces up. Bim. Keeps going up and down. Boom. Bim. Boom. Bim. Boom. Bim. Instead of food in your stomach, you got a yo-yo. <laughs> Out of my way! Hey, what? Hey, wait, where, where are you going? Hey, come back here with that cat! Hey, help! Police! Police! And do you, Peg, take this man to be your lawful wedded husband? I do. And do you, Chester, take this woman to be your lawful wedded wife? I do. 
then I now pronounce you man and wife. You may kiss the bride. Oh, Chester. Oh, Peggy. We're really married. I never thought I'd make it. Well, I certainly hope you'll be happy, although I don't expect it. Congratulations, Riley. And now get back to your cell. Oh, wait, please, I do. Sorry, Riley, but you've got to be a guest to the city jail for the next three days. You're lucky you didn't get a year for stealing that cab. Oh, I never thought I'd live to see the day when my daughter would be married in a jail. Oh, Chester, now we won't have a honeymoon. Now, don't cry, Dumplin'. Maybe I won't, but you'll have one. Here, here's a ticket to Niagara Falls. Don't let that bother you, sweetheart. I want you to get a bridal suite. See Niagara Falls, have breakfast served in your room, and... uh, Oh, and oh, yes, the most important thing of all. Tip the bellhop a dime and have him carry you across the threshold. (laughs) Johnny, old darling. The Rileys will return in just a moment. Say, ever get your hair all set, just perfect, and then a downpour? Then better get a lovely rain scarf from Prell, the shampoo that leaves hair radiantly lovely, free of unsightly dandruff. Yes, Prell is offering you a large rainproof rain scarf, easy to carry, and at the first sign of rain, you're all set. These soft, pliable scarves in rose, blue, yellow, or green are so attractive and such a bargain, you'll want several. Worth up to 75 cents, you get yours for just 25 cents plus any size Prell carton. That's right. Just send your name and address with 25 cents and your Prell carton to Prell, Cincinnati, Ohio. Be sure to specify your color preference, rose, blue, yellow, or green. Send to Prell, Cincinnati, Ohio, today. This offer is good in the United States only. Well, now you know, Herman. That's the kind of wedding we really had. Oh, but it didn't stop us from being very happy all these years. Well, that's... That sure is quite a story, Mrs. Riley. So you do whatever you think's right, Herman. And don't you let that husband of mine talk you into anything. Well, here's the coffee. Help yourself, Herman. Thank you. Now, uh, where'd I leave off? Oh, yeah, yeah, my wedding. Believe me, Herman, there's nothing like getting married in church. Unless it's getting married in jail. Oh, yeah, unless you get married in church. Oh, Peg, you told him. I'm afraid she did. Uh, well... Well, now that you know, Herman, I hope you learned a lesson from this story. What lesson? Always chew each mouthful 25 times. <laughs> Otherwise, the food bounces in your stomach. Bim, boom, bim, Rocker and Gamble, makers of Prell Shampoo, invite you to tune in again next week to The Life of Riley over NBC. And now you can see all your favorite Riley characters, including Digger O'Dell in the hilarious new movie, The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix. The picture is now playing in Pittsburgh and Buffalo and opens tomorrow in Memphis, Omaha, Miami, and if you're on a honeymoon, Niagara Falls. 
Tonight's script is by Reuben Schiff, Alan Lipscott, and Dick Powell. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger Odell is John Brown. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. And remember, to get your rainproof rain scarf from Prell, just send your name and address with 25 cents and any size Prell carton to Prell, Cincinnati, Ohio. Be sure to state your color choice, rose, blue, green, or yellow. Remember, that's Prell, Cincinnati, Ohio. This offer is good in the United States only. Wash your dishes with ivory snow. It's safe for hands and speedy, too. Lovely hands mean a lovely you. Hi-ho, safe in snow. Wash your dishes in ivory snow. Let your hands tell you why ivory snow is so wonderful for dishwashing. Wash your dishes with ivory snow as millions do. When you see how ivory snow pampers your hands, you'll know it's ideal. It's ivory mild, ivory pure. And remember, it's granulated for speed. No soap made is faster for dishes or kinder to hands than ivory snow. The only soap, both ivory mild and granulated for efficiency. Yes, for speedier dishwashing, for snow white hands, try wonderful ivory snow. Ken Niles reminding you to tune to this NBC station every Friday night for Jimmy Durante, Eddie Cantor, Red Skelton, and the life of Riley. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.